0: welcome back to the evil master plan podcast a show where you get to hear someone start a tech company from scratch with absolutely no idea what they're doing today is january 29th 2022 and i'm your host martin mumford let's review the plan once more infiltrate 50% of the world's organizations, build an army of superintelligent robots, and then, inevitably, world domination. Now, the past two weeks, I've been working exclusively on the engineering side, building the new Overmind 2.0. This takes into account a whole lot of feedback that I've been getting. Overmind 1.0 does work, but it's generally pretty clunky. You have to constantly switch back and forth between pages, and it's still a bit hard to find and organize your notes, which makes it a bit of a barrier. And if there's one thing I know, people hate documenting things if there is any barrier at all. So Overmind 2.0 is a complete overhaul that I've been working on for, well, a couple months now. It comes with a brand new scratch pad for taking rapid fire stream of consciousness notes, and it makes it way faster to add new information and to find it later in context. And most importantly, it makes it easier to share that info with your team by using shared contexts. So I'm pretty proud of how much I've been able to get done on 2.0, and there's still, of course, plenty left to do before I can start blasting it out to everybody. In fact, I'm in a very unusual place right now because I finally know exactly what needs to be done It's simply a matter of the time it takes to do it, and that can be frustrating in its own right, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, that illuminated path, but realizing just how much time it's gonna consume to get all the way to the end. Now, I'm really quite stubborn. I picked a hard problem to solve, and what's more, I picked a relatively difficult problem to describe to people, and worse, it's a little bit boring to describe to people, to be honest, Dealing with tribal knowledge at work is a somewhat clear issue, but the solution is really tough to picture and tougher to get super excited about. But the thing is, this is one of my real passions. I really do want to make work suck less for you. And I also admit that sometimes I get a little jealous when I see someone else's startup succeed super quickly. I see that they've done what you're supposed to do in this business that they picked a really simple problem, one that was very easy to communicate and had a clear audience. And it makes me want to sometimes abandon overmind and try something else, some other wild random offshoot idea. And a lot of this feeling is because the work happens before the reward. When you spend a long time making something, it's an awful lot of tedium, but then every once in a while you get a spark. Seeing someone actually enjoy what you've made and it reignites the passion and makes it worth it. So this week an Overmind user actually reached out and told me that they're starting to see the vision. They just had a spark of that magic moment switching from this is kind of neat to I could actually see my team using this and even I want my team to use this. So my greatest challenge right now is not really knowing what to do, it's how to communicate that magic moment to people in a way that they can grasp. I'm also not really a natural salesperson, and over time I've come up with a few different angles of pitch, and none of which feel quite right even now. So here's some of the initial concepts I was thinking of back in the day about Overmind. It's it's really shared bookmarks and guides and a glossary for your team, It's like a personal database, a personal stream of consciousness, a self-organizing notepad, or a library of all the knowledge that you need to do your job. And you'll notice that all these ideas are feature-based. And I'm an engineer. Still, I am. And so what first pops into my head is features. But I know that I need a more emotional approach, painting more of a picture of what it feels like, Here's some ideas for what it feels like to use Overmind. So because it takes so long to organize information, with Overmind, you can get it down quickly and organize it later. And there are such things as dumb questions, so you might as well keep them all in one place. And Maybe you never need to ask a dumb question at work again. Or if you have to ask it twice, put it in Overmind. This concept that sort of chaos goes in and order comes out that you can be the hero of your team with the right information at exactly the right time. And a fun idea that it is the secret handbook or the underground guide, the forbidden wiki, or the black market of information on your team. And after all this time, I still haven't really started marketing Overmind, not really. And that's about to change very soon. So I'll need to do some major practice to turn all of this Uh, mush into a simple, easy-to-digest pitch. It's a work in progress, and not something that I've been looking forward to because I'm really bad at it, but something that is absolutely required if I actually want to ever get to step two of the Evil Master Plan. So I also wanted to mention one concept that's been on my mind. If anyone listening is interested in starting their own business, particularly a software business, There's one point I'd really like to drive home. And that's with starting with what you know. And this ties into being scrappy, one of the five principles of chaos here. You should always use the right tool for the job. And usually, typically, that's the simplest and the fastest one. So for example, I'm using a Mac. Is it because it's the best possible choice for software development? Maybe, maybe not. But it's really because I have one already. And for the Overmind site, I'm using React and Node. And are these the best choices? Maybe, but they're what I already know. And so it's faster for me to get started. A great example is for mockups. I'm using Keynote. Now this is not the best choice. In fact, it's possibly the worst choice for doing mockups in, but it's what I already know and I'm really fast with it. And so I continue to use it. So with any project that you're working on, there's always a balance between learning versus doing. And sometimes learning a new skill or technology or technique or approach saves you a ton of time down the road. Sometimes it doesn't, though. And the balance is different when you're just starting out on a new job versus starting out in a new company all by yourself. In a job, it's usually worth your while to do a lot of learning up front. In a startup, you have to get moving quicker, and so a good default is to start with whatever you already know. And you'll have to figure out that kind of balance for yourself. Ultimately, that formula will change person to person, business to business. I don't think I have that balance nailed perfectly, but I'm getting a little bit closer over time. Thanks as always, by the way, for listening to this podcast. And if you are curious, listen on to find out what comes next in the slowly revealed, but delightfully obscure, evil, Master plan